0: Now, back to Pete McMurray.
1: Bear down, bear down, bear down, bear down, Chicago Bears. I love this next guest. I know I say that a lot, but I've loved this man for a long time. I met him a few years ago, and I call him all the time just to talk about the Chicago Bears. He's one of the fiercest competitors to play for the Chicago Bears, number 46. It is Doug Plank. How are you, sir?
2: You know what? Uh, If I didn't have all these uh, metal parts in me, I would be doing awesome. I mean, I'm still doing awesome. But it's it's weird having you know, different things you weren't born with.
1: <laughs> well, let me explain to people. Doug Plank, of course, played for the Chicago Bears, uh, the 4'6 defense, named after number 46. But you played for Woody Hayes at Ohio State. You were an assistant coach at Ohio State. You were the head coach in the Arena Football League where you won a championship. And who was your quarterback in the Arena Football League? Mr. Nagy coached Nagy of the Chicago Bears. So wow. Doug knows this guy. Doug, you love the Chicago Bears. We talk all the time. You tell me what you're seeing this season.
2: I, I never liked uh, just between you and me and the audience, Pete. You know, people that were criticizing the team that I played on, even though there was a lot of criticism available, you know, whether it was play selection we had or, you know, um, just lack of effort. And, or, you know, defense giving up way too many points that, you know, I think that we are all, we're all fans of the Chicago bears, you know, having played for the team. So I I'm a 100% Chicago bear fan. I'm not going to act like I'm the best guy that ever played in the uniform either because I wasn't. And, you know, this game reminds me of a game that I, we played my, our team played back in 1977. I know many listeners weren't born at that time. But it was a game that we played the place called the Houston Oilers, which are now the Tennessee Titans.
1: Yep, of course. And they
2: beat us 47 to nothing. Oh, boy. We had 125 minus
1: passing yards. <laughs> Wait a second. You had 125 <laughs> minus passing my, yards. So this is 77. Is that Bob Avellini? Yes, it was Bob Avellini. Okay. And we were trying to stop a guy, <laughs> Earl Campbell, who just destroyed oh my us. And, yep. and
2: the guy... Uh, White Shoes Johnson oh, yeah. returned three kickoffs or kickoffs and punts that day for touchdowns. <laughs> so the defense had 21 points against it before even getting on the field. So I, I, I just want to tell you, I'm not, a, I'm not an all-star. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm <not bad> <laughs> But Pete, here's the difference. Yes. This week matters because we lost 47 and nothing the next week. We come back with passion and fire, and we win against the Kansas City Chiefs in the final seconds of the game by one point. But that whole game we fought like crazy. You know, we had heart, and we tried. And when I watched the Bears, like last week, I I just didn't see that. I I didn't see that fight and desire. We're going to fight this thing to the very end. No, there were way too many people – in that game, especially defensively, making yeah. business decisions. Even though, what do I mean by that is, you do, you do not want to risk yourself in in running into somebody that could maybe hurt you or get in some, <clears throat> you know, uh, vulnerable play.
1: Right. Of course. And you and know what? Little things like I... that, Pete. I'm telling you, you don't even need the scoreboard. You can watch the game and tell who's winning right away. Granted, they were playing with the GOAT, but go ahead, Rob.
0: I'm just glad that Doug brought that up because it's so easy to pick apart one moment in time during a game where your team is getting blown out. But there was that shot of Justin Fields sitting on the bench looking melancholy, disinterested, dispassionate, like he had just thrown in the towel. Again, it's easy to parse that a million different ways. But I wanted you to react to that. And, and that, to me, just said maybe he's not quite ready for prime time because you don't get that look out of an Aaron Rodgers. You don't get that look out of a Tom no. Brady.
2: Yeah, no, I know. I have to agree with you 100%. I mean, just think about the Tom Brady, the greatest Super Bowl he I think he ever had. And he was playing, I think it was against the Falcons. And he was a cheerleader that whole game. Even though, they were, even though they were down and they were behind, he, he's cheerleading the whole time. I mean, you didn't need cheerleaders because mm. that was Tom Brady. And he just encouraged everybody. I mean, it, it, it sounds silly, little things like that. It makes a huge difference. Because when you go into that locker room at halftime, even if you're down and you have fight inside of you, you're going to come back. Your, your team is going to come back. Right. You're going to play for each other. You're not going to play for all by yourself. You know, be their lone ranger. And that is what makes teams not great players. I mean, great players help, but they have to be part of the whole scheme to really make it work.
1: Doug, we have Justin Fields. Of course, he went to your university, the Ohio State University. Here's a kid that didn't really lose in college. I know he was a transfer, but Ohio State, they won and they kept winning. Now he's playing for the Chicago Bears, and we got high highs and low lows. We got a coach that really doesn't have an identity offensively. We wanted Justin Fields, right? We screamed for him. Now we have him, and we're upset about it. You know, I think there's a lot of things that go into this. I don't think the Chicago Bears
2: defense is playing as good as they have in the past. Uh, Looking at that as a safety, I just see sometimes, you know, players breaking through the line of scrimmage. And I just don't see that urgency, sense of urgency by the secondary right. uh, getting to the players and either trying to force fumbles, make tackles. A lot of those plays that went for touchdowns or huge games should have been stopped in a much shorter period yeah. by either you know the safeties or the linebackers. And when you see people, you're watching the game, and you see your defense acting like they want to go over to make a tackle, And then at the last second, they back off and back up and stick their two hands out like they're getting ready to catch somebody. You you just don't see it.
1: Doug, there's no no sense of urgency with this team. I'm sorry. Lisa, go Uh, ahead. I know you want to get in here because you love sports so much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But how do you get the fire in people if they don't have the fire within them? Is that a management issue? Is that not having... The coach. a player on the team who inspires everyone. Because sometimes coach. maybe, the but coach. the team could bond if they're if they're against the coach too. Like you can either have your coach leading you or, a, yes. you know what I mean? Like, I know, how I do know you fire it, them up? You know what motivation is? A $350,000 game day paycheck. That's your motivation. <laughs> hey, they get paid whether they win or lose.
2: So That's is it motivation? Motivated. You know what? I, I have to say, you know, without a coach to direct the troops, you don't have a team. Yes, I, I,
1: it goes back to the you right coach. Now,
2: you know, <laughs> you you stand in front of like a Buddy Ryan or a Mike Ditka. Yeah, you don't have any choice. You, you, if, even if you want to dog it and you want to loaf, you can't. You can't do it because now there's ten other guys on the field with you that hold you accountable in that huddle and mean. I mean, it's mean. It's mean in those huddles. And if you don't do your job, there's going to be some something to pay for it. Uh, you're going to be held. And, and isolated out in that huddle by all the other players. I mean, this is a team sport. This is not individual stuff. And to me, what I see right now watching this team, that some of those players are playing for themselves. Of course They're they playing are. playing for statistics, Yes, other things that they can get. Yep. But I think winning the game is very low on their play.
1: Right, of course. It's a, it's, a, it's a business now with a guy like Allen Robinson who's going to get the paycheck, big paycheck next year, or so he thinks. I don't know if he's such an elite receiver that he's in the top three, top five of the NFL. I don't think so, but in his mind, he probably does. So let,
2: let me just say this, too. There are exceptions to this rule, like the Walter Paytons of the world. That man will do anything at any time, you know, try to run over everybody. But if you really want to take the heart out of a player pay him a guaranteed contract or, or at least you'll yeah. get a large percentage 50 60 70% of the contract if he decides to walk home and go you know do whatever he wants to
1: The do signing the right bonus yep.
2: yeah it takes yeah. away their drive the, the the drive is
1: gone Well we're talking with Doug Plank old number 46 from the Chicago Bears give me your prediction for this weekend Bears 49ers Soldier Field I know that,
2: that Soldier Field is a huge advantage for playing there. You know, the fan support, I mean, it was awesome. I couldn't believe it. You know, coming from Ohio State where we never lost a home game to the Chicago Bears, and they still cheered. They still yelled and screamed, and that, that just that blew me away. I said, man, these guys are so supportive. It's going to be a battle. I, I think San Francisco has a lot of good players. I mean, I think it's a team very much like the Chicago Bears right now. And what team is going to show up on Sunday afternoon? The 49ers have shown greatness, yep. but they've also shown mediocrity at times. Lack of you know, being in the right place at the right time. Theirs is more of a structural issue rather than an effort issue. Uh, most of those, those errors, especially on defense, were out of position. But they still have a lot of really young, driven players, just like the Chicago Bears do. And, and, you know, that's why I don't want this to be a reference to everybody. There's just a few individuals. Right. And they know who they are, and the coaches yep. know who they are. Yep. And oh, you know oh. what? It's entirely possible to lose games with just one or two or three guys not on the program.
0: Now, I was just going to say if, if everybody on the Bears' defense played and hit like Doug Plank used to, this team would be undefeated right now. Doug Plank out of that Western Pennsylvania football factory right outside of Pittsburgh. <laughs> Everyone should play like Doug
2: Plank play. That's all I'm saying. Well, thank you. Uh, honestly, I had so much fun, and really, I really loved. I enjoyed hitting people, and I know that wasn't <laughs> the right thing to do. You know, I some coaches just didn't like it. You know, a couple times I would even like on the scouting reports, or not the scouting reports, the reports after you do get a game evaluation. They would give me minus a lot of times for hitting our own lineman in the back. You know,
1: you
2: know, and I apologize for that. You know, Alan Page, I could never apologize to him enough. He Alan Page. Part of it. Don't get anywhere near me. I don't want to hear it. You hit me in the back of the legs, I might lose my career. Get yeah. out of here. Get away from me.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, but he became a judge. Lisa, last yeah, word?
2: <laughs> uh, I just want it on
0: record that I think the 49ers are going to win.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Woo, smack talk. Wow. <laughs> Man. You know what it
2: is, too? I, I think, you know, this is the alumni weekend, uh, so all the former players are going to be there. I don't know. To me, it was something special when they had that weekend where they brought all the other players. I don't know. I felt like, hey, Doug, whatever you got inside of you, you better bring it this weekend. Yeah. Energy, enthusiasm. Not, don't quit. Just keep going because there's guys up there that wore this uniform. They The name, same number I had on, and they, they, they say, man, don't do a, don't do that jersey.
0: A shame, right? You want to show off for the legends who came to exactly. see the
1: game. Have some pride. <laughs> yeah. This he's saying, play with pride. For God's sakes, you're wearing the Chicago Bears jersey. Play like yep. a Chicago Bear. Yeah, that's it. Honestly, when I put that thing on, I'm telling you, I don't want to
2: act like it was some kind of Superman movie. That this thing, I went da da, 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 da. <laughs> Okay, I go. I'm ready for anything. Come Man, on,
1: bring it on. I'm ready to get Doug Plank out there. Doug, you are the best. Good old number 46, former Chicago Bear Doug Plank. Thank you guys. Thanks for having me on. You got it. Go Bears. All right, quick break. Rob report next. That was a 63 yard punt by Pat O'Donnell. Best offensive play the Bears have had all day.
0: More of the Pete McMurray Show next.